If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube. For exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2,200 exclusive posts, go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Links in description. We have no problem. We have absolutely no problem with our women hanging out, drinking wine, and watching Fifty Shades of Grey. There is absolutely no problem with that at all. Why? Because that activity poses much less of a risk on your relationship than, oh, say, having drinks at the bar or maybe going to a bachelorette party. But before we break down this video, this particular video, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about an article that I came across yesterday. Actually, Devin sent me this article and the article is entitled, Subtle Signs That a Partner Could Become Abusive. Now, that, of course, led me to another article entitled Seven Signs That You Could Be In An Abusive Relationship. Like We all know we all know about that stuff, right? Which is kind of how that works, especially when you're talking about oops, when you're talking about articles like this. Anyway, what struck me about this particular article was, of course, the physically abusive aspect of it. Now. Men who regularly consume this kind of content have, and have adopted the red mindset, we instantly know that any article written about Isuba spelled backwards in this day and age, it's going to be riddled with doublespeak. Right? It's going to be riddled with shaming, shaming language. It's going to be riddled with just straight up bullshit. Right? These kinds of articles, these kinds of videos, these kinds of content, they're giving women a license to literally make fraudulent charges, fraudulent and false charges against men. And it's interesting that I'm actually talking about this article today because that's kind of what happened on the Fresh and Fit show that we're about to break down. Case in point, case in point, Minnesota Vikings running back Dalvin Cook, his ex-girlfriend broke into his house, physically assaulted him and the girl he was with, then made a public accusation that he was both physically and verbally Evisuba spelled backwards. Now, of course, ESPN had it scrolling along their bottom line that entire day, and there wasn't so much as a single police report filed, right? Not even a police report. Now, <clears throat> we know that women like to try these Isuba cases in the court of public opinion rather than the court of law. And the reason for that is because in a court of law, gentlemen, there is a burden of proof placed on the accuser. However, however, in the court of public opinion, not only is the burden of proof placed on the accused, the accused is guilty until proven innocent. And again, keep in mind that a lot of these cases never get filed or reported to the police. So when I see an article like this, it instantly grabs my attention because this is yet another outlet that is giving women a license to make accusations without a shred of evidence with impunity. Now, the word impunity means without consequence. This is why women make accusations as often as they do. 
because if the accusation turns out to be false, there is almost never a punishment for it. But gentlemen, there is another dangerous and, dare I say, borderline insidious intent with articles like this. And that intent is to shame and scare men out of doing and saying things that are necessary to mitigate the risks that come with today's relationships. And when I say risks, gentlemen, I'm talking about being lied to, cheated on, cuckolded, and worst of all, worst of all, becoming a victim of paternity fraud. Gentlemen, what we have to understand in this day and age is that women characterize relationships as healthy when it is easy for them to be unfaithful. Now, on the other end of that, when it's hard for them to step out on their men, they call such relationships toxic. This is literally how relationships are characterized here in the 20s. A woman in a relationship, a woman in a relationship who is on multiple social media platforms, goes out with her single friends to bars, clubs, or parties, frequently travels alone or with her single girlfriends is said to be in a healthy relationship. Healthy relationship. But a woman who is not on social media, a woman who does not hang out with her single friends or friends who are a bad influence on her and never travels alone or without her man is said to be in a toxic relationship. Such a woman is said to be under lock and key. A lot of guys, a lot of my detractors say the same thing about Deb. Oh, De Donovan has her locked in a cage. Well, this mindset has permeated the vast majority of men in this country. Men say to themselves, well, I don't want to be a toxic, controlling, insecure boyfriend or husband, so I'll just let my wife or girlfriend hang out with their single friends on Friday night at the bar to let her hair down and have some fun. But then as soon as he expresses concern for this, she hits him with the, you're being controlling and possessive, you're insecure. When a man requires a woman not to engage in activities that put their relationship at risk, he is considered to be a tyrant. The world calls us controlling and possessive because we are insecure. The reason we do this is to control and manipulate our women because we are weak and powerless men. And articles like this, articles just like this, are exactly the reason why. Now, like I said before, I'm not going to read the entire article, but I am going to read the most poignant section that permeates the mindset that anything a man says or does in an attempt to protect his relationship is looked at as evisibus spelled backwards or abusive. So let me scroll down. They isolate their partner. As a means to limit the amount of time their partner can interact with other people, the article starts, an abuser will often turn to isolation. There are two common ways, the article continues, an abuser will try to isolate their partner, according to Aguirre, by not allowing their partner to do anything without them or by causing trouble between their partner and the other people in their lives. Abusers see everyone outside the relationship as a threat to the control they have over their partner, explains Aguirre. Which, when you think about it, it continues, makes sense from the perspective of the abuser as family and friends are more likely to spot red flags and speak up because they're not blinded by emotion. This, of course, can threaten the abuser's hold on the relationship. Someone, could, someone who could become abusive 
will tell you why they hate your family and friends, why you shouldn't hang out with them, says Lee. They will demand to know where you are at all times, and they may even call you multiple times when you're out running errands. Now, in the beginning, it will look like the abuser's behavior is a sign of love and or protection. However, it's anything but that. Rather, it is a charm that's devolved into power because stripping the victim of their social and family network makes them easier to control. When they're alone, they become completely dependent on their abuser, explains Aguirre. So let me stop it right there. The shaming language, the shaming language is clearly front and center when they use the word abuser and isolation. Gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, any man worth his salt, any man who adopts the red mindset, we understand that women are very easily influenced by those who give them easy solutions. A lot of men believe that today's women are influenced by their friends simply because they are her friends and that they're female. This is false. This is wrong. No, women are always easily influenced by those who give them advice or solutions that don't require much effort, introspection, thought, or discipline, especially in relationships. For example, if a woman complains to her friends that her boyfriend made a comment about her weight gain, her friends will advise her to simply leave him, which basically means cheat on him because he's not accepting of her inner beauty. Not exercising and watching her diet is easy. Cheating on her boyfriend is easy. Women are always influenced by those who give them easy solutions. Think about it. Think about the woman, think about the women in your life or the women that you know. Mothers, sisters, aunts, nieces, cousins. You'll quickly notice that the people who are the most influential to them are rarely people who give them solid advice that requires actual change or discipline. Women almost never have confidants who tell them the truth about their situation and then subsequently give them advice that is actually worth something, which is advice that is very hard to hear, very hard to take, and very hard to follow. Mr. Lucario once famously said on The Six, your woman is either influenced by you or she is influenced by the streets or something to that effect. Guys, Lucario is 742% correct. If you don't influence your woman, someone else will. And that someone else or someone else's are usually her single friends. Understand this immutable truth, gentlemen. Single women keep women single. That is a proverb that is as true as the sky is blue. And men who have the requisite experience with women to understand this makes very clear to his woman that his continued commitment is contingent upon her separating herself from people who are a bad influence on her and her relationship. A man who makes clear to his woman that he will withdraw his commitment if she spends time with people who put her relationship with him at risk is not abusive. He is not controlling. No, he is in control. I preach this for years, gentlemen. You cannot make a woman do anything, nor should you. I've also stated very clearly that you cannot control women. But you can control what you do. 
And if your woman is hanging around people who are a bad influence on her and her habits, then it is incumbent upon you to withdraw your exclusive commitment and keep your relationship with her strictly sexual with no commitment. And if she has a problem with that, then she can kick fucking rocks. That's not isolating your woman, gentlemen. This is not exercising some sort of power over her. No, that is simply establishing boundaries. This is letting your woman know that you will not tolerate her being around people who are a bad influence on her. I'll tell you something about men. Men have absolutely no problem with our women hanging out with their married friends or friends in solid, stable relationships. We have no problem. We have absolutely no problem with our women hanging out, drinking wine, and watching Fifty Shades of Grey. There is absolutely no problem with that at all. Why? Because that activity poses much less of a risk on your relationship than, oh, say, having drinks at the bar or maybe going to a bachelorette party. Today's men of value are not interested in isolating their women. But we will not allow our women to put our relationship at risk on purpose. Nobody's holding a gun to anybody's head. Nobody has their woman locked in a cage. Nobody's telling their women what they can or cannot do. But what we do do is we make it very clear that their actions have consequences. And whether or not those consequences are good or bad is completely up to our women. And here's the hard truth, guys. Most women today are sexually promiscuous. Those are the facts. We all know this. Most women are hoes, guys. And so one of many sacrifices a woman has to make if she wants to be in a relationship of consequence with a man of value is her friendships with her slutty friends. And again, nobody is suggesting that you tell your woman who she can or can't hang out with. She can do whatever she wants to do. She can hang out with whoever she wants to hang out with. But as a man in demand, you have both the leverage and the value not to tolerate this behavior. I'm here to tell you guys, there are plenty of women, plenty of women who would gladly, gladly give up hanging out with their slutty friends to be in a rock solid relationship with a man they trust, love, respect, and adore. These women clearly understand that a man who does not commit to women who are influenced by people who do not have her best interest at heart, meaning her relationship and the integrity of said relationship, are not trying to control anybody. They understand that men like this are simply reducing and mitigate risk. Never ever let anyone tell you that you are abusive or controlling or preying on the weak because you don't commit to women who are on social media or go to bars and clubs. You're doing what your masculine instinct is telling you to do, which is to protect your investment. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, search Donovan Sharp on YouTube. For exclusive content, which includes my entire archive of over 800 episodes and over 2,200 exclusive posts, go to patreon.com slash Donovan Sharp. Links in description.